What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight ninety seven for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s cruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Happy New Year, you hoes. Woohoo! New Year. <laughs> you get it? 90210 hoes. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> the three of us. We guys, made it, you guys. It's 2021. We made, we made it. Mm-hmm. Wait, shh. Don't jinx it yet. Things are going well so far. Things don't don't really jinx it. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of cool. Like no expectations, right? Yeah, because you know what? It can't get much worse. And well, uh, you never know what's going. You have <laughs> no control over anything. You're right. So Made us why all realize that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
did you guys make any New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I already broke mine. Oh, I broke mine too. That's why we're best <laughs> friends. Yay, sis. What was your resolution to not drink? Drink less wine. Not drink less red wine. Drink yeah. less red wine. Oh my god, that's so funny. Totally. I love that you guys have to drink. Not have to, but you enjoy drinking during the podcast. And if <laughs> I were to drink, I would be horrible. Like I can. This is like considered being on the job for me. I know, but we use this as like <laughs> this is our our um our date night. Yeah, totally. That's true. <laughs> that's so funny. This is your day job, and for us, I just I was just thinking like lounge singers. <laughs> this is our night job. We moonlight as podcasters. <laughs> Drunk on the job. So did you watch the episode that we're talking about this week? <laughs> yes, I hope you all did. <laughs> did anybody? That was we're, that was our homework. We were supposed to watch it. Episode seven. Perfect mom. Perfect mom. Uh, this show aired November 22nd, 1990. Brenda envies Kelly's relationship with her hip-looking mom until she sees another side at a public mm-hmm. event where Andrea shines. Mm-hmm. Yes. Andrea shines at a public event. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can literally remember filming this episode. Like, I remember that runway and, like, you remember I that? bet you do. You had to wear a freaking bikini in front of all those people and i, mean, I would no like one, to just no one say, was saying have to who you your little butt was so adorable i just want to pinch those chicks so cute remember when i had a little butt oh it's really adorable now i have a mama butt <laughs> your butt's still adorable but hattie finn oh <laughs> And your and your mom was rocking a bathing suit on the runway too, but that was my mom really... who wasn't my mom. Yeah, yeah that's we get... not the mom. Right? I feel like they hired her just because she looked great in a bikini <laughs> Wait, for that so you episode. Guys, so that bikini I wore was my own bikini, and <laughs> I was at, like, I don't know if you ever did this. I used to buy bikinis. My friends and I, like other friends, not like you guys, um, in high school, we would buy like teen sizes. Like if you were seventeen. Like you would wear an adult small, you would buy like a teen, preteen or a teen bikini so it would fit itsy bitsy. Oh my God. So I was wearing probably like, yeah, I was like 17 wearing like a 13 year old's bikini. None of this is sounding good. Sorry. <laughs> this is <laughs> Well, now they have those like really like string bikinis. They didn't have them then. That's interesting. You were wearing a string bikini before it was cool, I guess, to have your butt I guess. cheeks hanging out. Ugh. But that wasn't even my mom. That was, yeah. I know. That she, was she was an really extra. weird. Really weird to see a different woman as your mom. Yeah. And different name, too. <laughs> was it Nancy? Oh. Nancy Martin? Nancy Martin. You're right. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Not Felice. This episode was a, a lot of like Kelly's home turmoil that you don't really know is going on. Like, I love that because you always think everybody's got it better than you everybody's life is simpler better easier and mm-hmm. then you you get to see behind the curtain a little bit on this episode and it was a lot about the moms too so kelly's mom and then brenda's mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who by the way ah <gasps> what carol yes. potter will be joining mm-hmm. us very shortly if not she might be here already carol mom, carol mom are you there all of us what are your that memories with amazing. her so we luckily just got to see her last summer. Last summer? Well, now oh. it's two summers ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, for BH90210. 
Mm-hmm. And she flew yep. up to Vancouver and we all got to work together. It was so great to be with her. It was just like. So she was a therapist on the show, but she's really a therapist in real life now? Yes. So I thought well, that was just for that was the, That was because she was a therapist in real life. <laughs> huh? There she there is. There she is. There there I am. Carol. Thank you for coming and being on yes, our podcast. Thank you. All our hair is long, isn't it? Because <laughs> none of us are getting haircuts. Tori, I have never seen your hair that long. I paid for all of it. <laughs> it's all fake. Got to find something. Well, find yeah, something. I mean, as far as the therapist thing goes, um, after I left the show, I went back to school. I got a master's. I did uh, my 3,000 hours working with clients and getting supervision and stuff. And actually, the best part, you know, I did a soap that your father also produced. That's right. Yes, you did. Yes. Sunset Beach. And the great thing about that soap was I was, um, that was when I was getting all my hours and my training. And because I already had the job, the, um, the, because the the training thing was already established, they were really helpful in sort of working around my schedule. And, you know, soaps are different. And in back in the day, you had to be there morning till night because they shot in sequence. There was no editing. But now they just edit it all on a computer. It's really fast and easy. So you can do all the scenes in one location at the same time, right? So I would go on the set and it'd be all about me, 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 you know, my hair, my hair and my makeup and my wardrobe and my motivation and my emotions and all that stuff. And then <laughs> I I'd go to the therapy room and it'd be all about them. Uh-huh. And I could just forget about myself, leave myself completely behind. It was such a great sort of balance um i I would have done that the rest of my life but of course soaps died so (laughs) didn't work out quite that way we wrote we wrote into bh90210 that you did a group therapy session for the cast and i thought that was so fun because you really were therapists so when we filmed that were you thinking oh there's no hope for these people i can't help them (laughs) (laughs) I'm well, not that I good of a therapist. The fans like real like the diehard fans know that you're a therapist. Like you're they really know a that background. But I wonder if well, other people watching are just like, oh, I wonder why they cast her as the therapist. They probably didn't get it. Well, it's well, a lot of people didn't get I mean, the show. Which Avery does say it in the scene. She says, I, she is a licensed therapist. Right. <laughs> true. And and I've had I've had all kinds of things with clients coming in and going, uh, oh, yeah, mama, night oh my out. god really <laughs> i came in yes. being, oh like, and i've had i had a couple i worked with them for months and months and months and they finally i think they were breaking up so we were ending our work together and at the very last session he says don't you recognize her she's the mom from the and i'm going oh my god he was with me all this time and he never said a word about it Oh, Wait, I would Carol, flip out. you're a legend. Like everyone knows who you are. Like it, there's not anyone that sees you that doesn't recognize you. Do you feel the need with all of your patients to say like to get it out of the way and say something or no? <laughs> I or, or is it, it always them. in the back of your head? No, I leave it to them. Uh, oh. At the moment, most of my clients are kind of older than um, than the you know Body. key demographic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, there's no question that I have that it's. You know, if it were a different role, it would be a problem. But because Cindy was everybody's understanding, 
you know, heartfelt, welcoming everyone, all of that stuff. Um, it, 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 it really segues mm -hmm. into the it's a natural transition. I, I would lose my mind if I uh -huh. came into a session and saw that it was you and I'd be like, oh, my God. And I would fangirl out. And I, here's the thing. I got a bone to pick with you. Like you became a therapist. But all those years before that, you never helped us. We had so many issues. <laughs> we, we, we needed you. We, we needed you, Carol. You Where were you? Hours. I can tell you every Every single interview that I did for, you know, TV or radio or uh, newspapers or what, they always asked, oh, do the kids come to you for advice? And I'm going, are you kidding? No. <laughs> no. Now I wish I had. I, I, me oh. too. Jeez. Yeah, right. Well, you guys, you know, you were in your own. You you were trying to figure it out on your own. And I mean. I, I didn't really have much advice we, to offer. We're anyway, just we're point. just on the first season of the show, which is all about the Walsh family and them moving to mm -hmm. Beverly Hills, and and it's we've commented that it seems like in every scene, Mama Walsh was like either cooking something, barbecuing something, or gardening. Those are the three <laughs> things that you were allowed to do as a character, well, at least so far. Do you remember that we had this whole, um, there was a whole story about me becoming uh, a, like a, a landscape contractor? Oh, like a Mrs. Miyagi, yes. We we haven't gotten Yes, and, and, and Jim was reluctant because he was going to cost him more in taxes. And finally, at the end of the episode, he says... Okay, you can you know you can go get a license to be you a can isn't that funny you yeah. guys oh, he let you yeah. he let you yeah Thanks, but Dad. then the people at Fox oh. apparently said no no she can't she's not allowed <laughs> that to real? make money what she's not allowed to make money she has wow. to just stay home and cook the meals for the teenagers I, I don't <laughs> even know why I took credit for this but I just felt it. it's my dad's show I just felt shame from head to toe what <laughs> that is, is infuriating sorry well I don't think it was his fault. No, but still, you know what I mean. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. different yeah. time. But but you looked hot in every episode. Like you were the, oh my the OG god. milf. You were so. I mean, not <laughs> that we're saying you were, but you are. Not you, not are you are such now, a beautiful but... woman. But that Thank that you. was thirty years ago, and we every time I see you on screen, we always comment about it as how hot Carol Potter is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's truly. So like, oh my gosh. Like that storylines well, they didn't do. Like, oh, milfs, you called like, her an uh, HFD, Jenny. Was that yeah. you, right? Hottie for days. Oh my goodness! I'm, <laughs> I'm so flattered. You know, I was never the hottie in in my career. Um, you know, I went from sister to mother like within a year, mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. the year that I became mom, I had a baby and a ten year old. <laughs> Wow. So there was there was something I I, I passed a threshold <laughs> and um I never went back. I was I was mom for the rest of my days. How old were your kids? It? Wait, how Sorry. how old do you mind us asking how old you were when you started the show? Mm -hmm. Um well it was 90. I was mm -hmm. 42. So I was younger than you yes. ladies are Isn't now, that crazy? right? Gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like at our age, at our age, like we're still fighting to be like, we're still sex symbols when we do something like, and wow. Like, no, but, but you know what? You were the girl next door. You were yes. Marianne from Gilligan's Island. And every boy wanted Marianne at the end of the day, not Ginger. So mm -hmm. you won. Well, that was, yes. Uh, everyone, 
I, I, everyone did remind, I did remind everyone of somebody they knew. Is that um, right? The other thing that's funny is, you know, a lot of people recognize me, but they can't always place me. Mm -hmm. So that they'll happens. say things like, were you a teacher at my high school? <laughs> <laughs> I get that's that funny. too. Did we go to school together? Did we go to school together? I, you, I feel well, like I, I know feel you like you did, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. You were their classmates. Did you watch this episode, Perfect Mom? Um. Oh, I remember that episode. That was a big episode. Well. Yeah. Well, you know, Annie, Annie Gillespie and I are still great friends. You are? That's awesome. She, you, you know, she and I grew up in two towns right next to each other in New Jersey. Anne Gillespie, oh, wow. who played Kelly Taylor's Thank mom, Jackie Taylor. Mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Throughout the entire this, series. Yeah. And this yeah. episode really focuses on Jackie. Yes. Mm -hmm. And her, this is when we're doing the fashion show, right? Yeah. The fancy dress. I, the thing I remember most about this show, mm -hmm. Kelly, is how many times. Uh, wait, wait, yeah, hold on. You Kelly. just called me Kelly and I just want to point it out. Wait, I love it. And here's the funny part. <laughs> I ruined at least three takes calling you Jenny. Really? No. Yeah. I kept saying Jenny. And people would look at me and I, you know, I didn't even know what I'd done wrong. <laughs> and now I call you Kelly. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You said something in that episode um, that I really resonated with me as a grown woman now and of teenagers. Um, I, I see everything so differently as I watch the show now because when I – when I watched, when I was in it, I didn't know what was happening. And I didn't really understand anything outside my little brain bubble. But now watching it, you said something in the kitchen, I think was to Brenda when she was trying to get you to hang out with uh, Kelly's mom. You were like, um, yeah, well, I, I'm sure she's really nice. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm sure she's really nice, but we're just different. You, I don't really want to be friends with her, basically. We're just different. And Brenda got all upset about that, thinking that you – you know, were you thought you were better than her, but that wasn't the case at all. You, you just kind of felt like your friend, your your personalities didn't meet up. Maybe. Well, I suspect that you know Cindy probably felt a little intimidated mm -hmm. by somebody. I mean, she had been a big, you know, star model, and had this you know big career, and and I'm I'm a stay at home mom, and I. <laughs> I spent all my time cooking. What do you think was the best dish Cindy Walsh made? Oh, God. Did, did we ever taste um, any I, of the dishes? I think I remember you tasting a lot of the dishes. I <laughs> have this memory in in my yeah, mind. We all remember it. We, <laughs> of you eating all the prop food. I eat it. <laughs> she didn't want to waste it. I love it. It's the Scott in me, you know. Did you ever get like a stomach ache from from the spray that they sprayed on it? Nope. 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 I, I mean, I probably couldn't do it now <laughs> because my little tummy's more sensitive. Than <laughs> she was so tiny and had the best body. And she, yeah, you would you would eat all the always food, eating. And I'd be like, wow, she can eat anything. <laughs> I did, wow. I did, Look at her go. I rarely used a spit bucket, too. I just would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's spit buckets? Well, you have to eat the same thing over and over again. Yeah, they give you a spit bucket so you don't have to actually eat the whole thing. Interesting. As soon as they cut, you're like, oh, 
they do that in commercials, especially mm-hmm. because otherwise, you, you know, you'd right. be eating three or four or five hamburgers. A, a, you know, <laughs> that would shoot. be bad. That would be bad. <sighs> but I felt, I felt like, sorry for Cindy in that episode in, in a different way than I did before. Like relate, I related to you a lot more as a mom. And I felt sad that you felt like she didn't want you at the fashion show. I know, that broke my heart. Yeah, this episode, I literally cried probably three times. And it was so embarrassing because I was sitting there watching it with my kid and my husband. And um, (laughs) Fiona was like, why are you crying? I said, I cry when I see me cry on TV. Like when I'm watching myself cry, it makes me cry because I feel all the feelings again. And then I look over and my husband's got, he's got a tear. He had a tear too. So, <laughs> well, you know, that's that was one of the things that I think made this show so strong and appealing was that it did have a very strong emotional tug on the audience. I mean, mm-hmm. you were really, we got people rooting for everybody, you know, even the bad people, the bad characters, you know. Right. And even when the main characters would go through bad things, the audience would kind of ride that wave with them. And yeah. Yeah. It, it reminded like, me. Of us now, Jen, as school moms, do you remember a conversation we had where I think we were working on Mystery Girls and I was frazzled because I had come from school from drop off (laughs) and I have this innate to this day feeling of like I want everyone to like me. I want to fit in and I still remember the conversation we had because you said I was late and you said why are you late and I said because I had to say hi to everyone because if I don't they're going to think I'm a bitch. They're they're not going to like me Mm -hmm. and you were like but your priority are the kids. Like, it doesn't matter if they like you. And I was like, how are you at school? You're like, I go in, my head's down, and I go. And I respected that. I learned so much because I was like, she's right. Like, if you become friends with someone, great. But trying to have Mm -hmm. to fit in, it's different now. We're not doing it for us. We're doing it for our kids. We don't have to fit in. So, I don't know. It's not. I just always take that story, and I always Mm -hmm. think of you all the time. (laughs) I had an incident at Christopher's school. One of the old, you know, Christopher was like age three to eight, those those first five years. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, a girl at his school who, you know, she's probably nine or ten, you know, so she's quite a bit older than him. And I guess the the um, the head of the school was a friend of mine, and she said, you know, some of the girls are, you know, want to ask you about nine oh two and oh. You know, so I did. I took a little moment with him and I said, you know, I appreciate that you like the show and everything. But, you know, this this place is Christopher's place. And I don't I, I want to respect that this is that, that this is the place where he shines and he's it's all about him. And they mm-hmm. were so they they totally got it because oh. they're going to the same school. Right. They wanted the same thing for themselves. So mm-hmm. um, so that was nice. They. Oh my gosh, you are Cindy Walsh. You just you are. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. 
Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Do you remember your audition story, like your audition for the show? Oh, God, yes. I mean, um, I don't remember the first audition so much. Oh, this is what I remember. I mean, I've been out of work for a while. And every time I had an audition and I didn't hear back right away, I I would just dissolve into tears because I was convinced I would never work again. But the one one I really remember, though, was the one that your dad was at, uh, Tori, because, you know, you walk into those rooms and there are all these guys sitting there and they're just looking at you. <laughs> Your father comes right up to me, shakes my hand and he said, hi, I'm Aaron Spelling. Thank you for coming in. I thought, wow, nobody does that. Aww. You know, he never forgot what it was like to be an actor, even though he became mm-hmm. a big producer. And um, that just impressed me so much. And it put me at ease. Right. He loved actors so much because he came from it. You're right. Oh, my gosh. I wonder who was up against you. I wonder who looks back and was like, no, could have been me. I think there was two of us. But Do you remember like the first like your first time on the set? Do you remember what it was like to kind of come? Well, remember, I had a different husband. Yes, that's right. Tell everyone. Tell everyone. Lyman Ward is a wonderful actor. He's about. Six two, I think. He's very, very tall, which I think was one of the problems. <laughs> we have these short children, <laughs> these two tall parents. Nope, can't say that. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I think he, I think his quality. He was too sort of urbane and sophisticated. It didn't ring sort of. It didn't provide enough contrast. Maybe that's my guess. I mean, I don't know. What so somebody I, else was cast as. Jim Walsh Jim in the beginning, Walsh. but then they reshot this, it. Guys. They reshot those scenes oh. for the pilot. Yeah, well, if you watch the pilot, you'll see that Jim is often standing in a doorway by himself, <laughs> integrating with, with the rest of the scene. He went on to star on something big after that. Oh, he was a, yeah, he's a very At successful the time, but actor. something after, uh, I can't remember, but wow. I can't remember either, but yes, that. I think you're right. Well, thank goodness. But I did read with uh, Jim and the other fellow who was reading for that part that they were going to replace him with. And I, I was rooting for Jim. And, we heard uh, we heard that them. you had a little crush on a couple of the actors. <laughs> Carol? Maybe. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is- oh, I first crush on Luke. He's <laughs> You had the biggest crush on Luke. I think everybody oh that came God, on that God, set. You joke about yeah. it all, all the time. He would flirt with you. I remember that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Remember how he'd go up and just hold you and like mm-hmm. nuzzle you and I get right in your face? We talk, talk dirty to each other. <laughs> <laughs> what would he say? 
I said, like I said, it's always something inappropriate. He was whispering always. into your ear. Yeah. But what oh, could yeah. you remember? <laughs> Carol Potter just said he talked dirty to me. He whispered it. <laughs> and she's giggling. She's giggling yeah. the way you giggle over Jason Priestley now. Unfortunately, <laughs> you can't see. I'm sure, I'm, my cheeks are very hot. I'm sure they're getting <laughs> It's so interesting. I didn't remember it till you said it. And then I can have the visual of him like seeing you in the hallway and going up to you and putting his hands on your waist and talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing it right now. Aw. Oh. <laughs> She's really well, You have to tell it. us one thing he said that wasn't too dirty. Oh, if I can remember anything in particular, except, you know, he had that, oh, Mrs. Mrs. Walsh, I should have an affair. Oh, Mrs. Robinson, you know, gravelly, lovely Mrs. Gravelly. Walsh have an affair <laughs> with Dylan. Oh my God, can you imagine? We thought that would be fun. Actually, the other one who mentioned it was Grant Chowd from um. Oh, Grant Show. From um, Melrose Place. Grant Show. Grant Show. Grant Show. And mm -hmm. um, we were sitting on a wall at one point, and he's looking at me. He says. We should be having the affair, <laughs> having the, you know, the younger man, older woman affair. But what is happening? The, the star of 90210, the star of Melrose Place, they were all hitting on you. Carol Potter, <laughs> a whole side of you is revealed today. I love Hubba, it. Hubba. I love it so much. Because we've rewatching these episodes, like we couldn't see it when we were in it. But now mm -hmm. rewatching it, we were saying the same thing. Like, Oh, what a, so she's beautiful. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really we didn't really take the time to look at you much because we were so worried about what we look like. <laughs> but now rewatching it, you looked amazing and you were your acting was so great. And I feel like I I personally just didn't appreciate your amazing contribution Thank to you. the show at that time. Well, you know, I have to say that, that you know, doing that reboot, by the way. You, I don't, you ladies really put together something. I mean, when I first heard about it, I said, oh, a bunch of actors getting together to try to, you know, reboot a show. But once I read that script and I, I thought you did an amazing job. I mean, you you hit on so many like themes of aging, of celebrity. I mean, sort of deconstructing these, uh, uh, the idea of celebrity, the idea of what's a person really like and what's their real life versus their screen life. I mean, I just, I, I have to give you props for that because I, I thought it was really well done. And, and I have to say that was probably my favorite day of shooting ever in my entire career. You were all so sweet and it was so nice to hang around together now that you're all adults. It was very different. It was so much more relaxed and mm -hmm. they, you knew what you were about. And you weren't, you know, you weren't all stressed about. I, I mean, I can't imagine what it was like to find yourself thrust so in the spotlight the way you were. It, it, it must have been incredibly jarring and scary you know yeah. i just remember the girls were all getting scared i mean i remember shannon coming oh some guy came to my house i have to get you know they were all concerned about security and and the guys are just going oh girls are throwing themselves at me what could be bad <laughs> you know but then you get the who's vulnerable in our culture it's women who are vulnerable right and so being thrust out into the open <clears throat> It struck me that um, it was much harder for the for you girls, you women, 
Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't we really say have. It was harder for the guys, right? Well, they were they were just chased more, I think, by the girls. But I think emotionally and mentally, and it was more taxing on on maybe the women because there was so much more pressure on us to f- fulfill people's everybody's needs, everybody's you know wh- what they wanted us to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. And I don't think that the guys really took that on as much as the girls probably did. No, and I also think, you know, for for a guy to have girls throwing themselves at him, there's a certain aspect of that that he can enjoy. But for a young woman to have strange men throwing themselves at her feels, Mm -hmm. can feel dangerous. And to have people just look at you a different way, like objectifying Uh, you, looking at you and, and sort of sizing you up or stereotyping you. And thinking that's all you are. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've been in therapy for years, Carol, <laughs> because of, of that was a really it was a lot. And I, I was not equipped to handle all that went with that sort of I fame and stardom. Very, very few people are able are equipped to handle something mm-hmm. like that at the ages that you kids were dealing with it. You don't mind if I call you kids. Do you? <laughs> no, keep doing it. I, I like really it. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Would they confide in you, Carol, when, during the show? Would they come to your dressing room and ask for advice? No. <laughs> no. No, they, they knew more. They probably knew more. I mean, we thought we Corey knew more. Smelling, she needs advice from anybody. She goes, oh, with that. I needed a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. I thought the funny part, too, was Tori's brother, Randy, was in the soap that I did. Mm. So oh. I've, I've now worked with both of the spelling children. There you go. <laughs> Well, I'm still amazed that you you had Luke Perry whispering naughty nid yeah, bits in I your ear. Take away. Like, little, oh my uh, God. Love talk Mrs. in the Walsh. ear there. Yeah. He was, he was. Did boy, Jason was, ever flirt with you? No. Ooh, no. <laughs> I mean, even though it was only pretend. Right. It still you felt a little weird. I feel like. Even though I never had a scene with Jason. Until that episode, I don't know whether it's the sixth season or the seventh season what? where I came back. How is that possible? That was the first. I mean, just, I the, two just the two of you. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I mean, I had plenty with Shannon and plenty with Jim, oh. you know, and yeah. you and I had a great one, Tori. You came to me for advice or something. You had this. I don't know. You were pouring your heart out to me. Do you remember that scene? I don't even no. know. What you <laughs> Sorry. I wonder if it was like when my mom cheated on my dad. I don't remember that. Could have been. It might have been that, that episode. Familiar, yeah. That could so. have been it. That just goes to show they really, they really played on the father son mm-hmm. and then the mother daughter. Mm-hmm. That was important. And the, and the father daughter. Oh, they did plenty of father daughter. Uh-huh. Like a mama's okay, boy. You this is my that. theory. The has a connection to his mother. Why didn't they explore that? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so bizarre. Yeah, I, that's. I think you put the nail on the head, Tori. They didn't want to explore that because. It reminded them of when they were teenagers and their mother's in charge of them. And we, st- you know, when you live in a patriarchal system and you're becoming a young man, the last thing you want to have to admit to is the fact that there was this woman <laughs> who had control over your life. Mm-hmm. Do you think I mean, that a lot I'm of. Just, I'm just speculating. I love this kind of talk. Do you think that a lot of men grow, grow into adulthood and, and have like, they hold a grudge against women in general because of 
that very thing. Bad relationship with their mother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bad or just that? Oh, no. Well, um, just that sense of being. puts them on a pedestal kind of. Well, well, there's that. I mean, we do have moms who enable predators, right? I mean, do do you remember this? Oh, God, there was this huge scandal. Yes. <clears throat> One of those Lakewood, Lakewood, California's near Lake Havasu, I want to say. And there was this whole thing the, the the boys were putting notches in their bedpost. And this one young woman had that actually stood up and said he raped her. And of course, it just got poured on top of her and hit the mother of the boy was just, oh, my God, she's a slut. And my son's great and you know he had slept with 60 66 girls and he's not a slut she slept with one and she is i mean the double standard was so rampant i would and i was so there are parents there are mothers who enable their Mm -hmm. sons for sure Um, i remember having a really like a, a a nice like strong connection with jackie with Anne, who played my mom on the show. And I always loved the days when I'd be working with her and it just felt, it felt good and felt warm and fuzzy somehow. And uh, did you kind of have that same feeling with Brenda or Shannon? Mm, No, no, I didn't. We weren't warm and fuzzy. I mean, we had some nice scenes together, Mm -hmm. but I never felt that close to, to Shannon. Um, I felt really close to, to James. I mean, cause you know, he and I were constantly, you know, I remember the, when Richard Roundtree came to the set, we both just glommed onto him. It was like, oh, another adult. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sorry. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and when um, Tiffany came, she and I had a blast cause she was really, you know, she would just, you know, shoot the back and forth and so she was a lot of camera well but i mean we would play even we we were working on the scene okay i could really play with her my sense of shannon was that she was kind of working she was doing her thing and i didn't feel like there was a lot of space for me but you know it may have been different when she was working with the rest of you guys i'm sure it was different with luke that's interesting though jen you bring that up because like my mom on the show felice martin was played by Catherine. and why am i blanking on her last name oh my gosh um but Catherine, who played my mom felice martin on the show even though she was kind of harsh on the show she was Mm -hmm. so warm off camera Mm -hmm. right i like i i felt the same way that you felt like the days that i got to work with her I felt so much love and she hugged me and it was like mm-hmm. literally like having an extension, like my, a, a mom on set. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, well, Carol, you're a great actress because we can't, couldn't tell. Yeah. I would have never guessed it. <laughs> nope. Would have thought you guys were BFFs. So Carol, you were in 147 of the 293 episodes. Oh my God. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> well, 17 year itch. Why not? You know, I got to flirt with somebody else and what season was have that a in? dilemma. Do you know what season that was? Hmm? Do you know what season that was in? That was first season. First yeah. season. That was the first season. Oh, that's next Whoa. week. Ooh, exciting. Now I'm excited for the Ooh, next episode. Tell us, Carol. 
What to look forward to? We got to wander around Venice a lot. and um, You and, and your old flame, right? Me and my comes old to town. flame. Who Did you? talked so slowly they had to cut like three minutes out of oh, it. Oh, really? <laughs> Were you thinking, <laughs> speed it up there, pal, when he was, when you were doing the scene with him? I just being romantic. <laughs> oh, no. Who played? Wait, who was the actor? And, you know, that was the week, um, was it the week before I got married? In real life. In real life. I um, mean, we yeah. had this whole thing planned out where I was, I, you know, first of all, I, we had this wedding planned for Saturday, and then, um. They call me, I'm, I, nobody's given me any information, right? That we've done the pilot, they picked it up. It's starting to shoot in April. Nobody's given me any information. And they say, okay, your first call day is Saturday. I'm going, oh, what? What? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. They say, oh, oh yeah, we're shooting Tuesday through Saturday. I said, what the F? Was nobody going to tell me this? I mean, they literally didn't tell me until I had to, you know, show up for work. I said, you know, I'm getting married on a Saturday. <laughs> In October. Oh, my god! Oh, okay, we'll work it out. We work it out. So we had it set up. We actually flipped two shows so that I would get this one over and then shoot the next show, which I didn't have much to do in. Mm -hmm. So did, did. And then we had a pickup day. Oh, no. So it shoved the whole shooting schedule over one day. Which meant that I missed my rehearsal dinner. Oh, oh my no. God. Not until, I don't know, you know, 10, 12, oh. 10 11 o'clock at night on oh, Friday I, night. This is why the business night. sucks so and hard. And then the next day I, I got married. I can't believe that. Wow. That's so typical. Mm -hmm. oh, so I know people uh, from oh. Broadway who got married in between the, the matinee and the evening show. They wouldn't, but they never let them out of the show. <laughs> Did did Cindy Walsh cheat on Jim? Did you did she have an affair? You kissed him. Or he you kissed, kissed me. him. He kissed you. That's mm. cheating, Carol Potter. That's mm -hmm. cheating. <laughs> no, technically you cheated on Jim Walsh. It's cheating. <laughs> I was I was tempted. But I I realized in time that I really loved Jim and I didn't want to ruin my life. So I made the right decision. I feel like that's an episode you, in every series. Yeah. Like the husband like, or the wife does, gets that temptation, temptation. To, you know, dips their toe in the... Well, when you consider how, how prevalent affairs are in this country... I thought you were going to say in this industry. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Just remember, you know, couples were... It was one of my specialties. And... The, the number of people who have, who have extramarital affairs is mind-blowing. What's like They're, the percentage? I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to guess at a percentage, but it's way above 10. Yeah, I would imagine above 10. I'm going to guess typically I don't know, men, 30, men over women. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's half, more than half, but it's certainly high up in that first half. Why do you believe that typically men, I mean, obviously it can happen both ways, but I think typically, and I hate to say it, men cheat more than women in a marriage. Do you find that true, Carol? Um, I, you know, I couldn't say for sure, but I know that more women are, are having affairs these days than these would days? have in the past. 
Well, I'm talking about, you know, once women started going to work, they, they meet people at work. And whereas if you're a housewife, w- oh. what opportunities do you have? Right? Yeah, you're home yeah. all the time. Yeah, you're just baking cookies. You don't, it's just a mailman. Cookies. Oh, that's why I'm they ladies. said, oh, the kid came from the milkman. Now I get it. <laughs> that was the only other man she That met. was the only other guy who came to the house. <laughs> the milkman. You ladies the watched milkman. Mad Men, didn't you? That yeah. was my era. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a great era. Wow. We oh, were allowed to start working. We were allowed era. to be sexy. Yeah. We were allowed to love. Interesting life. We can wear that. whatever we want. I mean, the, the, the range of fashion that's available is great. Although I have to say, 50s, the best. Nice waspy waists and full skirts and emphasis of the so bosom. Beautiful. You cannot beat 50s. Well, no. Carol Potter, I gave credit to Jenny, but I think it might have been you that started the trend of the mom gene. It could have been you. No. Because that, what do you mean? It's the biggest thing now. Even teens are wearing it. I didn't ever wear mom jeans. Your jeans were, yes, you wore jeans and you were mom. So they were technically mom jeans. (laughs) But the style and the cut of the jean that is in now is called mom jean because it's the high waisted that you wore back then. And you wore so well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I, somebody, whoever had the idea that sitting your waist at the widest part of your hips was flattering to a woman, that, that person should have their head examined. Oh, that you mean like low-waisted jeans? I mean the low-waisted oh. oh. and not, not have open tops, right? Yeah. I wore the crap out of those in the 90s. Remember when they got so low that it was like dangerous though? Yes. It was like, like a hip bone like showed and then I don't wear like, a belt. Maybe Did some pubes popping up. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I said pubes and it's, she can't handle it. Oh, it's it's. She said it's, pubes. So <laughs> I miss her so much. <laughs> Sorry, Carol. We, Sorry. we it's digress. Fun. It's fun watching Tori have an hysterical fit. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. I needed a laugh today, too. So thank oh, you. we're here for you. <laughs> Uh, always. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just to here with this crazy world we're living in right now. I mean, yeah, how are you holding up? I, I had a bad day, and I'm telling you, the thing that <laughs> I tried to add a new email address mailbox onto my phone, and it was just like oh. I was in tears. Yeah, did, tech, tech, tech is for the young. That That's either. the thing that'll just all come apart. <laughs> So fast. So are you on Zoom calls with clients all day? Well, pretty much. I've had a, I, I do my yoga class twice a week on Zoom, and man, that's been a lifesaver. Wow. I have a meditation group. They, she come, she, uh, um, she offers it every single morning. I'm usually there at least four times a week, three to five times a week. Usually about eight thirty in the morning. We all do. She brings us into presence. She reads a little something. We do a chant. Oh my we god! We do a sit. So it's nice. The thing Jen, that's really sick. That. Can we come? Jen, Can we? Come? Sis, oh yeah. We need to have a meditation. Her that name is Heather Roos. R U C E. And if you Google Heather Roos, you'll go to her website and you can click on the daily meditations. And she uh, she's, she does a great job. But it's really. Um, I got all involved in 
deeper and re-engage with spirituality this year. And that's, it's been my life. Nice. Oh, but you so know, beautiful. I also was writing this book. You wrote a book. I was just going to say, talk yeah, about awesome. Actually, it's starting in March, we had heavy duty um, editing. I mean, a major rewrite, you know, completely restructured from March until I want to say toward the end of the summer. So, I mean, I, 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 the fact that there was nothing to do and nowhere to go was really kind of So helpful. you finished the book, and when does it come out? You finished the book. What's it's it called? It's coming out in February. It's called When Your Child Has a Chronic Medical Illness, A Guide for the Parenting Journey. And you can pre-order it on, on um, Amazon. You hear it's, that, everybody? Um, you can pre-order it. Carol yeah. Potter's and, book. you know, so if you know anybody who's got a kid with a chronic medical illness. Um, it's something, it's somewhere between 14 and 35% of kids wow. have some kind of chronic medical mm -hmm. illness, some mm -hmm. kind of chronic illness. Mm -hmm. um, so we're getting really, I, I'm really pleased. We're getting great reviews and, and great yes. feedback. People are really saying this is, going to be helpful to a lot That's of people. So nice to help people on that level. Really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're excited to read it and support you, of course. It's so it's nice hanging out with you. I got to tell you what you said is so true. Like it makes me sad. We had this same conversation with Gabrielle. Like we're super close with her now. But back then it kind of didn't always work that way. And yeah. it's just it makes me sad that we missed out on like these amazing people for 10 years conversations so we, yeah. yeah yeah we, we just didn't, didn't know mm -hmm. i know i feel that way about college <laughs> <laughs> do you remember carol all the little love triangles that happened on the set? off stage love mm -hmm. triangles mm -hmm. yeah do you remember any of them i you know i would go into the wardrobe department and say okay tell me what's going on i have i had no idea what was going on and they, they knew everything because yeah. i really didn't see you guys you know, we didn't have scenes together. Not very until, often. Well, remember when they sent me to, to graduate school in counseling? Oh, that's right. What? Oh, wait, it, what, what did you hear the rumors were? Oh, God, I don't even remember. I Well, I of course, the big the big thing was the, the, the Jenny Shannon. Um, <laughs> who's going to wear the red dress? That's the one. <laughs> oh, geez. The red I dress, ever, ever the red dress was not. The of that. That was you. That was all you. <laughs> it wasn't all me. Wasn't it? Wasn't the red dress you and me? Oh, you and me. Well, yeah. Well, well and then of course, then they had that you show up at the prom in the same dress. They and really I pitted. Yeah, if that was. A, Wait, just, that happened first, right? That happened first. That happened early in the show. Yeah, yeah and it was in the first season. They kind of created that. They pitted. Kelly and Brenda against each other and made Kelly steal Brenda's boyfriend. And All that. Yes. I mean, I didn't have a, they didn't have a chance in their friendship. <laughs> right. But they did. Yeah. They, they seemed to overcome it, Kel Kelly and Brenda, and remain friends for the whole show, as far as I remember. Is that do right? Do you think Tor? they're still friends? I do. Well, did she come on, um, you know, when they, not the reboot, but the one before. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was on it for on, a couple right? episodes and um, you, I stop. persuaded her to come she on was it. Not, no, she was not on it for a couple episodes. I feel like oh you were on God. it for like 20 episodes. 
It was like three episodes. You were on for like 22 episodes. We have this argument all the time. Can someone fact check Are you guys talking about the 90210 with like the the youngsters? Yeah. Look on IMDb. All the youngsters. That show. The one on... Uh, I feel like I was only there for three episodes, whatever. Um, But but Shannon did come in for an episode in my, and then you came in, Missy, for an episode, maybe, maybe Uh, 22. I don't know. (laughs) I was on two episodes. I think Shannon was on maybe two episodes and you were on like 20 or 22 episodes. That's not true. I I always thought. You were basically the spinoff. If, it was all about you. If, <laughs> if, um, if all had come in and joined the, uh, you were like the, the uh, guidance counselor, right? Uh, yeah. I, I thought it would be fun if Cindy came in to be under you as a new guidance counselor, having yeah. gotten her, you know, counseling degree and everything. That would be good. I, I thought that would be an interesting sort of. Well, when when Jen and I produce nine hundred two one zero the musical, we'll we'll make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, coming out soon. <laughs> well, before you go, Carol, we are gonna have to wrap soon, unfortunately. But well, before you go, we have to we we play a fun little game on here, and it's um, kiss, Mary, kick to the curb. Oh God. <laughs> We don't use kill because kill's just so so aggressive. It's too harsh, yeah. It's too aggressive. So you can pick any of the boys from the cast. Kiss. We know this one now. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. I feel feel like this is a no-brainer. Who Who would you you marry marry? and who would you kick to the curb? Kick to the curb. Of the main guys. Character. Character or actor? Or does it matter? I don't think it matters. She made me play character. No, you made me. Would you make me play real? We, We did characters. Okay. No, I don't remember. I'm lying. I think just go with your gut. Fine. Gosh. You, what about Jim? We should should we include him in the list oh, of men? Mm-hmm. No, all the men in the show. Just boys. Jim's the obvious. Oh, just he the boys. So the we've boy. got Brian, Luke, Jason, Ian, Ian, Jason. Yeah. So those four. So, and yeah, but technically there's only three. Is the yeah, you're going to ignore one already. <laughs> we had to do it. Don't worry. Okay. And then three um, get to play. No one's mad. I'm sorry. I'm so slow. Kiss, marry, and get Kick rid of. Uh-huh. And which used to be, I believe, a word starting with F was the kiss. Yeah, well, that <laughs> definitely <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation there. Uh, marry, um, Brian. Yeah, I'd marry Brian. And then, um, (laughs) I have, I mean, I I have to ignore Jason. He played my son. It's just too creepy. (laughs) Yeah, it gets weird. Perfect. Kick him to the curb. (laughs) Good job, Carol. But they were all hunks. We're so happy you came and and hung out with us, Carol. Thank you for inviting me. Come back and play with us. Yeah, I would love to. When, yeah, Tori I would and I sometimes to. get in arguments. We're going to need you on. We're going to need you, our therapist. Mediate those. Just yeah. be our, our yeah. standby. Yep. I love that you that you guys wrote it in the script that you had decided to start seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're uh, the best therapist in town. Why wouldn't we? That's right. That's right. And <laughs> everybody, go pick up her book or pre-order Carol's book. And support her. That'd be nice. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. This is. We'll see I mean, you soon. Yeah. And you'll have to tell us off the show what Luke whispered in your ear because we know you remember. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you that off the show. Okay, fine. Let's start a group chat. <laughs> Bye, Carol. Bye, Carol. Big hugs to you. Thank you so much. Lots of love. I'm so glad our relationships got to the place where we could really enjoy each other. Me too. Us too. Bye-bye. Bye. That was so fun, you guys. Don't you feel like I feel like I just had a therapy oh, session, kind of. I, I my heart's so full right now. She's so like easy to talk to and just like chill. I mean that. Like we missed ten years with a great woman, and we didn't even know. Like I don't want to ever do that again. Like we judge people because of their age. Like oh, she wasn't in our teen group, so like yeah, we but in our defense, so much. We, as a team, you're just not wired that way. You're you yeah. can't see outside yeah. yourself, and it's not that's not a negative thing. Or we're talking badly about teen no, girls. Right. Their brains aren't developed in a way that they can appreciate the landscape. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, you know who else is in this episode is Linda Thompson. She plays mm. uh, Kelly's mom's best friend. It's the girl that's laying out at the pool with her. Right. So she was married to Bruce Jenner. They had Brandon and Brody Jenner. And then she married David Foster. So she Whoa, is like wait, she was married to Bruce Jenner. Yes. Yes. Formal, formally Form- Bruce Jenner. Yeah, well, okay. Mm-hmm. This is really And like confusing. Brody Jenner, who was on the Hills, and stepbrothers, the Kardashians. Like Those are kids. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You, didn't she yeah. date Elvis at one point? Because I remember something yes. about when we were filming the show and that we were filming that scene when mm-hmm. Brenda and Kelly walk up to them at the pool. I remember the crew kind of being like, she's that girl's dated Elvis. And that was like, oh my God, she dated Elvis. I mean, that was so I mean, yeah, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) That hands down trumps the Kardashians. Sorry. That's, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. Dating Elvis is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I know. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we need to talk about the fashion from this episode because I know we touched on mom jeans a little bit. (laughs) And then Carol brought up like the 50s and stuff like that. Um, But there was some fashion from this episode. Yes, fashion show. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, 
nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. It took eleven years to get to the sale. The Nick's anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get thirty percent off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to Nick's leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save thirty percent on super comfortable machine wash and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, let's talk about fashion. It was the fashion show episode, so there was a lot of like fancy, fancy fashion going on. Right. On the catwalk. Well, you, um, sophisticated. You just, yeah, you had, you had the bikini. Right that, was, that was a bikini before my boob job. <laughs> oh. And Kelly didn't get to walk because her mom ruined everything. I know, poor Kelly was uh. all dressed up and nowhere to go. You're still wearing Aww. the dress at the end of the night. At she the doesn't want to take it off. <laughs> too much, tra- too much trauma. No. 
I thought that uh, Carol looked so good in that red dress. Mm-hmm. It just she fit did. her like oh, perfection. Such yeah, a beautiful woman. Beautiful neckline on that dress with all the beading and details. Mm-hmm. What did you guys see the um the speaking of mom jeans, the jeans that Brenda was wearing in the kitchen and then at school and then the little butt cheeks hanging out. The the cut uh, there was yeah. like a yeah, right so, below the cheeks. On the back of her jeans, it was like ripped I feel like, on purpose. I feel like Shannon always wore her own jeans. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like that was her jam. Those like jeans has, were Shannon has great taste. She has great style. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I feel like she wore a lot of her own stuff and definitely her own jeans. How do we feel as moms having your daughter walk out of the house in those jeans? I would be like, no, mm-mm. go put on some pants that actually cover your ass, please. <laughs> She would say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes I feel awkward when I come over and I'm like, oh, Lola, you look hot. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, it's like, but it's hard. Like, if it's not your own. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're my friends, kids. But I'm like, they look great. But, yeah, when it's your own, I'm like, Mm-mm. no. Yeah, I always like thought Stella I was going to be like, is- this really fun mom. But now I'm like, I think I'm going to be super strict. No, Stella is 12, and I tell her all the time, like, you can't wear that. And she show- But her thing is, because now there's, like, TikTok and everything. So she's like, here's girls my age. They're all wearing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what do you say to that? I know what you would say. You say, they're, they're not wearing it. But for me, I'm like, oh. I wasn't able to express myself growing up, like, a lot. Like, it was very, like my mom had great style but she bought my clothes and not till I was older was I able to kind of say this is what I want to wear so I feel like I give a lot of free range to my kids they want to color their hair they want to dress a certain way I do it so it's hard for me to say no but I'm old-fashioned inside so I'm like it doesn't feel right you're too young it's hard and I find myself sounding like a mom I was like you have your whole life to grow up and be an adult like be a kid now I'm like enjoy it yeah yeah yeah, we are slowly becoming our parents, I think. I know. Oh, man. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> she chugs her wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys, did anybody have a favorite line in this episode? I did. Um, and I was actually one from Cindy Walsh. She said, it's the law of nature. No girl can ever appreciate their own mother. That really resonated with me and I was just like gosh it's like I remember growing up in in high school I think we were all embarrassed of our moms at least I was and especially me because like my mom spoke Spanish all the time and like we grew up in this white neighborhood and all I wanted to do was just fit in and I felt like I just didn't fit in and uh it just really resonated with me and I'm just like man like I'm not ready for these teenage battles that I'm gonna have with my daughter one day like I just I don't want them do you remember your friends coming over and always getting along with your mom Yes, mm-hmm. yes. All my friends thought my mom like, was the coolest. And I was like, how? And and she yes. is. And now I look back and I love my mom so much. And that's like, you know, you get it after you go to college and like grow up. But when you're a teenager, they're the most embarrassing thing on the planet to you. Yeah. And now when teens come to my house, like my friend, my kids' friends, I, there's so many emotions going on in my head <laughs> when they're like, okay, I got to be cool. I got to act like the kids want me to act, but then I got to say something that that guy might like. And oh, then I start, if I start relating to the child, God forbid we actually like relate and have a conversation. And my kid is like in the corner cringing probably saying, let's yeah. go hang out. <laughs> 
It's so hard to be a mom. Oh my God. But once again, you will always have a leg up because you will always be Kelly Taylor. I yeah, mean, but you those know what? kids they don't know that. You've they been don't. through a lot. You were you were holed up in a warehouse for 10 years, <laughs> as you put it. So here's one part. <laughs> like the other kids will always be like, wow, cool mom, Kelly Taylor. <laughs> Both That's of so- you, actually. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. How about you? Any favorite lines? Yeah, um, one one one. The only one I can think of right now was when Jackie is all coked out and she says, "I, I can't be everything to everybody." And then Kelly says, "When you're drinking, Mom, you're nothing to nobody." Oh, powerful! <laughs> really, God, I'm gonna tear up right now. It's so. <sighs> I feel. I felt so. I felt all the feelings that Kelly was feeling and being in her position and. And then I also felt the other side, the the part, the Jackie's part. Her life is falling apart, and she doesn't have anybody but Kelly. And you know, she's doesn't doesn't she needs help to kind of get her life back on track. And I just felt for both of them so much more than I yeah. realized I would. Oh, your well, this room is like your was episode. so iconic. Your room was iconic always. We didn't see my room in this episode. Not in this episode. We saw <laughs> your the mom's room and the, that weird keyboard and TV like next to her nightstand. That was like a 90s. security. Like, is that like, it felt like more 80s though, right? The house? <laughs> that house, you but, know what? You can still drive by that house. It's long on Long Ridge Avenue it? in Studio Long City. Long in Ridge? Studio City? Yes. It's like you, my neighborhood. Yes, if you drive up and look to, on your right, you can see the exterior of that house. And we shot the exterior of that house as Kelly's exterior. And I think we shot some of the interiors uh, that like Jackie's room was in that house. But that house was like seriously 80s with the glass block and the round walls. Yeah. It's it still was, very cool. It was cool. They were, Jackie and Kelly were like artsy, I guess. Very uh, yeah. modern ladies. Very less than zero. <laughs> yeah. But her room did have like a control panel next to the bed. <laughs> like, like she was driving <laughs> a spaceship. Sides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it intense. though. Like, who's gonna type on the keyboard on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> so good. But that was a real house. That was a real situation. Somebody's house. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh! So that again was another person's house that you guys would just come and rent out for the day, and then yeah. you'd do your scenes and you'd leave. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating to me. Yeah. People do that all the time. They rent out their houses to film productions. They film my studio all the time, but I think it's like I never knew like. I guess people do live there. I just thought it was like an empty house. You paid a lot of money to do it. So there's a huge incentive. But the ba- the downside, yeah, the downside is they trash your house basically, mess up your walls and your, mm. you know, they don't, they go through your drawers. <laughs> well, at least I did. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, you didn't. No. But you know, when you're, whenever you're shooting no, in someone's you house, you're like, you have to pretend like the kitchen is your kitchen. You got to look around. You got to see what's yeah. going oh, on. Oh, yeah. I definitely do in the kitchen. Always look in the pantry. <laughs> Always the that's fridge. Yeah. Not like Nature. in their underwear drawer or anything. <laughs> no, that's like creepy. <laughs> I was going to talk to you after the show about that if that's true. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, uh, Carol's favorite episode is next week, right? Yes. That's our, that's the show. 17-year itch. Mm, that's everybody's mm. homework. Can't wait. Let's watch it. We'll talk more about Cal- Carol Potter's steamy performance. Yeah. I love that the one that she was her favorite was almost Her temptation fair. moment. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh. 
She's a okay. saucy lady. Like you can tell. Like Carol's got it going on. She's. I want to go out for drinks with her minks. now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks that's for yeah. thanks Happy for hanging year, out with us. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. Keep up the great work. This is first week of January. Down. Let's keep going. We got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, love right. you guys. Love, love you. you too. Watch episode okay. eight. Mwah. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.